What's up, you guys? Here we are in Houston, Texas. Flew in yesterday. Travel went, um, yeah, travel went pretty good. Um, I think because I fly, I don't think, I know, because I fly so much, um, you end up getting like, I guess, like status with the airline and that sort of throws you a few upgrades every now and again. So um, I ended up first class both um, trips. Um, so that was Flagstaff to Dallas and then Dallas to Houston. But the flight Dallas was about a two hour flight, I guess. And then the Houston or Dallas to Houston was only like 45 minutes. So, um, wasn't as much flying as, you know, I've often done before a marathon, but, um, still pretty cool to get those upgrades and you get looked after. I mean, everybody, I think, gets looked after on a plane. You get drinks, and um, but it, it's just a bit nicer being in first class. You you know, you get a couple of more drinks. You get a couple of more snacks, which is always good if you're trying to get some carbs in. Um, and, yeah, I know they, they look after you well. It's a slightly comfier seat. and um, I don't know. It just kind of starts the weekend or whatever on like a like a positive you know that was that was quite cool um so yeah I'm, I'm i'm in houston day before the race um got up at about i i slept in like the race starts at seven o'clock and i didn't wake up today till like eight o'clock um and and like i i kind of did that on purpose like um you can uh, you, you can do one or two things you know you can get up I, I woke at about six to go to the bathroom and um you in my head I'm thinking well hey you know you, you should probably stay awake because tomorrow you know you're going to get up at this time and like sorry tomorrow you're going to be warming up at this time um but then like you sleep better at sea level Um naturally it's just lower elevation the body just appreciates more oxygen essentially and, and so you sleep a little bit better so then my sort of other part of my brain is like well hey like you know you might just benefit from like a longer night's sleep and um it also might just let everything like recover a bit more etc etc and um so yeah i slipped into like eight o'clock and, and i've just gone downstairs and um had a bagel and um some porridge um i i never ever have that much breakfast like in fact i don't have breakfast at all um so yeah bagel and porridge was quite a lot to have to put down but um all in the sort of spurt of carbo loading um getting making sure i have plenty of energy and i've been focusing on that you know pretty much since thursday so yesterday um sorry yeah thursday friday saturday um I'm making sure that I'm getting plenty of plenty of carbs on board and uh, making sure I'm well stocked and just and and that gives you like there's the way a marathon works um, and I I actually just called Alan Story who you know really good friend and coached me for a while and and I always communicate with Alan just whenever it feels necessary Um, and so I I guess it was just nice to talk to him today. and and that's like what what we talked about. Like you you just want to make sure. Um, fuck! I just realised that my stupid race day socks are fucking size too small. That pisses me off. Um. Anyway, um. You just want to make sure that you're you know ticking boxes and and not doing anything that would potentially jeopardize the race and um, so you know what might be covered in there is like you know going too fast at the start of the race and um, not 
being carb loaded like that would be certainly something that could jeopardize the race um yeah those socks are still gonna fit me grand um they're my star wars stance socks that i bought um and they're actually grand good for them um so yeah you're trying to limit how many things you could do that could you know basically fuck the race up um and if you if you avoid plenty of things that could potentially like jeopardize the race then you generally stand a pretty good chance of having a successful day um if you've prepared well which i think we know like my preparation has been you know really good um it was a bit of a annoyance that in the last week you know you're managing a few but i'm i I definitely am going to call them niggles and they are niggles um it's the kind of like you know like in every training week you know you do a session on a tuesday you go for a run on the wednesday and you're like oh well that doesn't feel good and like that usually happens all the time when you're in a training block um what tends to happen marathon week is that those little uh that doesn't feel too good becomes like fuck what is that fucking i think i've broke my right leg you know and and everything gets amplified a little bit and blown out of proportion and um i think on one hand it's it's like it should happen because it brings your attention to it and you know hopefully it brings your attention to it when there's still time to kind of do something about it um like at the end of the day if my glute had never spoke to me and never said hey fuck like there's a bit of a pain down here like i not in a million years would i've got treatment on my glute this week like it's just not really an area that i ever like tell a massage therapist or like every treatment that i get they'll do a a general little bit of elbow or a little bit of stretches or etc etc like in the glute area but never like specific treatment for the glute um so i guess it's a good thing um but today yesterday and today is definitely the best it's felt um the the hamstring and the doctor are basically not even basically they're they're fully gone and they're not an issue whatsoever um which is which is great um glute today i mean i'm standing on one leg and i can do like the rdl type stuff and um yeah there's no there's no pain um not that there was pain but like let's see like yesterday when i would like stand on that one leg and then do an rdl i would feel it today i don't um so that's sick and that would suggest that maybe some of the treatment yesterday paid off that was my final bit of treatment yesterday um so yeah look my my body is pretty much where it's going to be um if you don't accept where it's at now okay another another big thing here right so um two months three months fucking the last four years i'm i talk about you know animal i'm this animal and and for some reason race week you shrivel up like a fucking little small pair of balls you know like and i don't want that to sound like harsh but like that's what happens like you get the race week and all of a sudden you just you just forget you forget that like you know like you're you're okay like yeah you've got like a little a little pain in the glute but like you forget who you are you forget what you've come through you forget what you train through on a regular basis and you you can kind of go on the defense a little bit and i and i don't 
you know, I, I don't play defense whatsoever. Like, I don't think that exists in athletics. I don't think it can exist in running. If you train defensively and you race defensively, you're probably going to struggle. Um, there, there's a difference between racing defensively and racing logically. Racing defensively is just, like, not believing in yourself, not believing in your training, not believing in your capabilities of, like, smashing race day because of something that may or may not affect your race whatsoever. Um for example, you can have a little bit of a pain that, for all you know, came from sitting down on the toilet at four o'clock in the morning and you strain something a little bit. You know, it might not even be running related, which means when you're running, it might not affect you, whatever. It might, you might not feel it, you know. Um, so I think that's a, a really important thing there. Like race week, like don't, don't just like, don't just shrivel up. Don't just like forget all the hard work. Don't forget like the work you've put in. Don't forget like don't forget where your brain was like ten days before when you probably started to feel slightly invincible and you know you maybe finished a session that you've never hit those paces before and you know that's where you've got to move back to. That's that kind of headspace that you're looking for, um, not that negative one that's worrying about this or worrying about that or um, because truth of the matter is the things that you're worrying about will either affect you or they won't but what will absolutely affect you is the headspace that you're in and you've put yourself in that headspace so if you if you if you sit around moping you sit around worried you know it might not even be the problem that affects you it might just be where your headspace got to or it might be focusing on that problem so much you know what i mean you're just giving it way too much attention so um I try to have a healthy balance between acceptance that, yes, there might be a little bit of an issue there. And so it's worth, like, you know, dedicating time for treatment. It's worth stretching a bit more. It's worth rolling a bit more. Um, but at the same time, like, you don't want that to consume you. Um, and so moving on, I was sitting on the plane yesterday and I just sort of, it just dawned on me that I'm not ready to race yet. Um, and, and what I mean by that is I've spent so much time focusing on hamstring, adductor, glute. I, I've just completely neglected like visualization and um you know I, I talk about taking a bit of time to myself where I, I, I basically just sit in a calm environment and like prep, you know, just take my time, start to think about how the race might feel, start to think about how it might go, start to think about the things that I should be focusing on. Um and I'm just not there yet. I haven't, I haven't even done that, which is, you know, usually I've, I've gone through the race a few times by now in my own head. And, and here I am with less than 24 hours to go. And like all I can focus on is standing on one fucking leg to see if my glute hurts. Um, so I, I, that's a distraction. You know, it's, it's acted as a distraction. And, and my, my autopilot's got really good. Um, and what I mean by that is um, when I'm not completely there, and I, my mind's a bit scattered and I'm somewhere else, you know, I'm still eating the carbohydrates. I'm still ordering things. I'm still, um, you know, I'm still taking care of my hydration and, um, I'm just taking a couple of Advil painkillers. Um, I think they have a bit of ibuprofen in them and, um, might help a little bit. Um, but basically, yeah, like my, my autopilot has probably done a good job. I'm also going to have a noon tablet. Um, I think my autopilot does a good job of, if I'm not totally with it, well, then it's it's taken care of. Um, it's good that hotels give you free water nowadays. Well, your autopilot's taken care of the things that are important and the things that, like, you know, like, I, I tell you what, actually, I'm a bit pissed off on myself because, well, I am right now. Um, 
race week, I usually have a plan. I usually have a, in my notes, I usually have like, you know, Apple and MacBook has like the notes section or whatever. I usually have Thursday, Friday, Saturday completely fucking mapped out. Um, as in like what I should be eating for breakfast, what I should be focusing on for lunch. Um, and then like, I'll take everything into consideration. So I'll be like, you know, yes, you've had a bit of a hamstring thing. Yes, you've had a bit of a uh, glute thing, but as of Saturday, do not fucking touch them. You know, things like this, like there has to be rules. Like you ha- at some point you have to leave your body alone. At some point you have to stop testing. At some point you have to stop fucking standing on one leg because all that standing on one leg is just fatiguing that one leg. Um, and, and I guess I, it reminds me of word half. Um, one second. It reminds me of word half. Um, when I went to word half marathon, I had a little bit of an illness. Um, had a viral infection it had it had i think it had been and gone but because it had existed all i was focusing on was things like rest and heart rate am i coughing up green phlegm in the morning like all these kind of things and then what ends up happening is because because that's what you're focusing on you end up not focusing on the little details um and so i wake up race day um and the race is at 8 p.m instead of like usually like half marathons, as you know, or, or early in the morning. And, and so I wake up and races at 8 p.m. And, and I'm like, you know, oh, is there any phlegm? Oh, what's my rest and heart rate? Oh, yes, there's no phlegm. My rest and heart rate seems good. And I go downstairs and I'm, I'm sitting at breakfast and I eat breakfast. And, and then I sort of come back to the hotel and I'm like, I just don't know what to do with my day because it wasn't, it wasn't planned. And it's, it's quite a lot to ask of like the body and the athlete that on race day at a world champs when the race is at like 7 p.m i didn't know what the fuck to do with the day i didn't know what to eat i didn't have anything planned out i hadn't hadn't been hydrating for a couple of days before i I was just a mess an absolute mess and so i remember um it got a bit closer to race time and um I was really hungry and I hadn't even checked what time like the meals were and stuff like these these are all things that we've been told you know like Athletics Ireland would have told me I probably was given a, a booklet but I swear to god all I could bloody focus on was my rest and heart rate and whether or not I was coughing up phlegm and in the end I I remember feeling hungry in the hotel room and I had brought oh fuck all my porridge is broken open over the bag I had brought um to the race I had brought like for travel and for recovery, I had bought these stupid fucking grenade like protein bars. Um, and so I ended up um, eating one of them in the hotel room. And so I'm in, I'm running the race and with about three miles to go, I'm, I'm throwing up like I'm vomiting this bloody grenade recovery bar. And I, and I didn't even know what it was. And so I'm just throwing up and I never, ever throw up in races. I mean, never never have since um never had before um and i get the finish line and athletics ireland are all concerned because like my vomit is like you know it's like black um and we are like you know oh my god maybe it's because you were sick maybe it's this maybe it's that and i'm like geez I, I have no idea like i hope i'm okay and i was like I'm, i feel okay and i get back to the hotel room and and of course Sitting on the hotel bed is the wrapper of the fucking grenade bar. And I'm just like, oh, you idiot. <laughs> and it just like clicked like right at that moment that like I, it wasn't blood. It wasn't like badness. It was this fucking grenade bar. And you can really get distracted by things and, and let them like 
you know, normally you're so thorough, normally you like take care of business, normally you don't miss anything, like hydration, food, like, like, you know, you need to plan in things like just a little bit of relaxation time, like, you know, it can be really busy, you can be going to expos, you can be like, maybe, you know, your wife has traveled with you, your kids have traveled with you, it can all get really busy, and all of a sudden, two days before a marathon, you're like, you're off work, but you're actually doing more then you, because you know, maybe at work you sit down and things like this, and so all of a sudden, two days before a marathon, you're doing more than you bloody ever do. Um, so it's even smart to like plan in times where you just you just do nothing. You just go to your hotel room or your Airbnb or your own house, and you just for an hour or two, you just sit and and you don't do anything. Um, and and that, and that's really useful because it just allows you a bit of time for everything to just calm down and um. And and if nerves are going to come, it allows them to come and go and pass. And um, I think it's really, really, really important. So I'm just changing the battery in my heart rate monitor um, because I, I I pretty much run the um, first half, I suppose you could say, um, like paying quite a quite a lot of attention to the heart rate. So um, the last thing I'm going to do is. Um, you know, put put that sort of give my heart rate monitor that sort of power. You know, like it's gonna entirely dictate maybe speed and and stuff that I run. So if I if I didn't change the battery in it, it could be an old battery and it could be lying, pretty much. Um. So yeah, I'm just now looking for um wherever the fuck the battery is, which could be quite eventful to try and find. But no, so um. Things are good. I, I swear things are good. Like I, I was worried, you know, I was actually really worried and um, I, I'm sure people probably picked that up in the podcast. Like there wasn't a, there wasn't a terrible amount of positivity and, and in fairness, you know, rightly so, like um, I'm at a, I, I, I got myself into really good fitness and, you know, I just felt like my body this week just like, just let me down a little bit. Like it might've been self-inflicted, but my body still could have been better to me. <laughs> it still could have just let me train that fast and that hard and not get injured, which would have been lovely. Um, but sure, this is the ongoing battle. You know, this is what we all battle against. We all battle between a balance of um, working hard, but not too hard, you know, pushing enough, but not too much. And, um, you know, we're all we're all going to get the races and some races, you know, we're going to get to and everything's going to be great. And, other races we're going to get to them and um things unfortunately aren't going to be great and there's going to be little niggles and there's going to be little injuries so it's another i i i haven't lied about it you know the the little niggles or whatever and and the reason i did that was on purpose because um for people listening or for you know my parents like i told my parents and i know my dad worries and and but it's but it's a step for all of us because it means if it goes well well, then you've set a precedent and the precedent that you've set is that you can still race well, even if you have a little bit of a niggle. And that's really important. It's really important for me. It's really important for the people that support me. And it's really important to know that you can get through certain things and that um, you don't need things to be perfect. You don't need things to be perfect in the training buildup. I do had a Dublin Um the fact that I didn't train for a fast marathon 
for Dublin. You know, I trained for a heat marathon, a hot marathon. It wasn't even the focus. Like it was, you know, like there was hills in Dublin. I didn't run up a single fucking hill in the whole build up. Um, you know, I bet there was, I bet the people living in Dublin, um, and I certainly know like when people train for like the Boston marathon and things like this, like they take a lot of time to train on the up and down hills because it's advantageous um, it, it you know pure and simple it's it's an advantage if your body has already done similar ups and downs that you're going to encounter on race day i cannot find these fucking batteries hang on someone's going to get punched in the face um and I, and i obviously didn't do that so at least you know at least i know at least my family knows at least the people that support me knows that in future it's a bit like it, it's actually nothing like this but think of like you know when like UFC fighters have trained to fight somebody and then that person pulls out or gets injured and then they have to fight somebody entirely different. Maybe that's what it's a bit like. You know, you've you've trained for like a hot and flat marathon and all of a sudden you've got to race a hilly and um, not hot marathon. You know, it's completely different. I'm just putting a... I suppose I don't mind it. This is a saline nasal gel. And I, I bring it when I travel because, you know, your nose can get all dry. And once your nose gets all dry, then your throat can get pretty dry, too. So that wee nasal saline solution can just help wet everything up a little bit. And what else have I got in this little bag? I've got a, the Body Shop Satsuma Hand Cream. I like this now, I have to say. Makes my hands smell nice. Um... So yeah, look, like back to what I was saying, I, I told you guys about the niggles. I didn't have to, you know, um, I, I, I could have just kept it to myself and I just don't see the point. Like I said, what's the point on Monday morning, like telling you that, you know, oh my God, I'm delighted it still went good because it's been a slightly stressful week because of X, Y, and Z or, you know, oh my goodness, this, this issue got really bad at mile 20 and that's what I'd worried about all week. You know, I don't I don't want to I don't want that to be the way the podcast operates. I want it to be that you guys just know exactly what's going on, exactly like what, you know, you're sort of dealing with, how you've dealt with it. And then in future, if you get similar, you know, you'll think to yourself, what did Scully do that time that he had that issue? And, and you know, and you might follow similar protocol. Or if it doesn't work out, you might you might learn that that's not the protocol to follow. Um, so either way, we win, you know. Um, and I, and I think that's quite cool. Um, as long as somebody wins, as long as somebody gains something. Um, I remember when I when I first started doing podcasts, and I was I was I, I don't know what the fuck I was googling, maybe how to do it, or um, and one of the things I came across was was talking about um like listeners you know how many listeners you have and you know someone was i think it was on like a message board or, or something like that and and you know somebody had like 10 listeners and you know the there was someone else encouraging them to you know keep going and 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 basically they were like you know if you're if you're impacting one person's life in a positive way you should keep going that's that's all it takes all you have to do is impact one person's life um and so yeah like that i share because yes, it might impact, and also because it lets you know, like where I was, why I made certain decisions, like why maybe I got so much treatment, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and and yeah, it it keeps it honest. It keeps it, um, like keeps I don't know everybody in the loop about certain things. I I can't find the batteries. I'm I'm gonna get pissed off about that. Uh, were they in here? They were. They should have been with the. Uh, 
Okay, so you're going to laugh. I had to bring a screwdriver because in the... Um, I can't open the, the heart rate monitor without a screwdriver, but I thought I packed them all together. Oh, well, looks like I'm relying on a old heart rate monitor battery to dictate my race. Um, that's not really a big deal, or I could just go buy a new battery today somewhere. Um, but yeah, no, like, look, let's move on. Um, but I, I'm excited to race. Um, I, I looked the weather up, and it is going to be bit windier than um was originally forecasted like last week it was forecasted like seven or eight mile per hour winds and it looks like it's going to be probably like 12 to 13 mile per hour winds which um isn't like a disaster i think like disaster is like um probably looking at 18 to 20 18 to 20 is like i don't know someone someone can probably message me and if it was going to be 18 to 20, like I said, someone can probably message me and tell me that it's not a problem and that I'll be able to deal with it. And I can tell you that I probably would be able to deal with it, but it doesn't mean that I fucking want to. Um, so, yeah, like it's looking like it's going to be um, 12 to 13 mile per hour winds, which at the end of the day, some places it's going to feel pretty blustery. Other places it's not. That's pretty much probably how it's going to feel most of the way for some parts it's going to be like oh my god this this pace is easy and and that's probably because you're going to have a tailwind um and then other places you're going to be thinking Phew. but on that note um i will probably be a little bit quick in the first half um i'm not going to not use the wind basically so like if there is if i know there's like a tailwind and um, you know the heart rate's in a good place well like i'm i'm definitely going to make the most of that um i'm not gonna you know sit back for the sake of sitting back like if if two eleven thirty pace is like five minute miles exactly which i think it's about fifteen thirty five for 5k something like that but I, I will work that out um later so so basically that, that was a conversation i had with alan um like you know do you hold back on purpose because you know there's a pace that you want to hit or do you accept the fact that you have a tailwind and not waste an opportunity to you know make up time um time that you then might lose you could literally lose it a mile later because of like a headwind um and so i think with the way the wind is it's looking highly likely that you're going to make up time in the first half and then you're going to have to battle a bit in the second half and so don't be surprised if you are following or you're um tracking or whatever exists um that yeah like there's i'm I'm a little bit up in the first half um i i expect to be because of the way the wind is not like i don't i don't mean that i'm going to be like way up on time or anything like that but <clears throat> i just i'm still going to set a speed limit so another thing i talked to alan about like which was all this was kind of me having the conversation um and, and alan i bounce it off alan like what i'm thinking and um even if like i have a big tailwind you know i'm not going to like i'm not going to push at like 440 pace you know because remember that pace can fuck you up just as much as your heart rate being too high because with more pace, you know, your body opens up a bit more, you're striding out, you're lengthening out a bit more, and so that can fuck you up too. Um, so, yeah, no, um, 
I'm going to leave you with that. Um, I'm going to use the wind to my advantage. I'm hopefully going to use the half marathon runners for the first eight miles to my advantage. Um, if you do have a tailwind, um, it's important to remember that you only benefit from a tailwind if you're at the back of a group. If you're at the front of a group, well, the wind ain't going to benefit you. It's going to benefit the people at the back. So um, if I do get an opportunity to sit on people, it's important not to, just because it's a tailwind, not to think, oh, I can just go out front for a bit. Um, you're only really going to benefit from that tailwind if you're out the back, and that's something Alan told me. So the focus today is find the fucking battery for the heart rate monitor. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. focus for today is just eat well. Um rest up, get all the little things taken care of, like get my race number, um, I'll get that later at the technical meeting, um, get my drinks sorted out, make sure they're exactly how I want them to be, um, I'm going to do the maths again to work out exactly um, how much I need and, and when to have it, and um, I do have two caffeine gels, doesn't mean I'm definitely going to take them, but they're going to be on the course attached to a race bottle um, and then you make the choice when you're on the course if i if i'm starting to struggle or i feel like i need them then I, you know I'll, I'll take it if if i'm good then i won't um, i'm, I'm going to keep things as, as simple as possible so there's the more simple you keep things there's less excuses um so that's a that's a big thing for me just trying to keep things as as simple as possible and um, not get too ambitious with different strategies whether it's pacing strategy whether it's you know fuel strategy on the course and things like this just keep things um relatively simple um of course it can't be too simple which would be gun goes and off you go don't worry about a thing um there has to be strategy there has to be fuel on the course and things like this but basically as simple as possible um will work pretty well i i used to I used to fuck around with all sorts on race day, like Red Bulls, like make the Red Bull flat and then drink it. And I just, it just added to the list of excuses. You know, maybe it was the Red Bull, maybe it was this, maybe it was that. Um, now I try to just, I used to have this specific warm up that I would do, which would be like, um, running pretty easy and then pushing the heart rate up, et cetera, et cetera. It just gave, it just gave more excuses. Now I just try to keep it simple. Simple warm up, simple pre race meal, boom, simple. Um and and pretty effective. Alright guys, um thanks for listening and yeah, wish me luck. Take care, bye bye.